Have you ever stopped to ponder just how much has changed in your lifetime? It is absolutely amazing how things have changed. Fashion has changed, architecture has changed, technology has truly changed, and so much more. Some change has been for good. For instance, the change in improvements in tractors has made it easier to farm. However, the difficult thing is that we often do not like change. We get comfortable the way the things are and we don't want them to change. People also change. Over one's lifetime, their size changes, their hair changes, their ideas change, uh, their health changes, and hopefully most of all, their heart changes by accepting Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. Yes, people change, but does God? We will answer this and other questions today in our episode that we're simply entitled, The Unchanging God. Next on the Bible Beacon Podcast. Stay tuned. Well, hello and welcome to the Bible Beacon Podcast. I'm Pastor Raymond Rivers, and we are so glad that you have tuned in this week We again hope to share something from God's Word with you that will brighten your day and show you the way that God would have have all of us to walk. Our producer, of course, is our daughter, Hannah Rivers, and of course, we appreciate her ministry here in the producing each week of the Bible Beacon podcast. In our introduction, we asked the question, does God change? And that is the question that we're going to be discussing today. Uh, The simple answer is no, God does not change. But why do we believe that, and why is it so important? Now, before we get to these questions, let me make an important point of clarity. When we say that God is always the same or unchanging, we are not just talking about His eternality. Yes, Jesus has always existed, but no, He does not change. Sure, Jesus did grow up and in His humanity, He grew, but His holy and divine nature has never changed. He is still the holy and almighty God that He's always been. Now, why do we believe this? Because of the Bible. The basis of our faith and practice tells us so. As Christians, we have accepted the Bible as true, not blindly, but still by faith. And the Bible teaches that the Lord Jesus is unchanging. In all His divine attributes, He forever remains the same. And I want us to look at the Holy Scriptures, the Holy Bible, and see what it has to say about this subject. And uh, we're going to be looking at that, and we're going to take a brief brief uh, uh, break, and we'll be right back. All right, welcome back, and we're looking at the scriptures on this subject of the unchanging God, or does God change? And again, we've already said that God does not change, and we're going to look at some scriptures uh, because that's where our faith basis is. It's the Word of God. In Exodus 3, verse 14, this is the passage of scripture where Moses is called of God to go and talk to uh, the Israelites and then later on to Pharaoh and to tell Pharaoh, let my people go. But we had to speak to the Israelites first. And when they were to come, they would ask, what makes you so sure that you can speak for us? And Moses would respond, because God has sent me. And they would ask, well, who is God? What is his name? And 
This passage of Scripture, Exodus 3, verse 14, is God's response or God's answer to Moses, telling Moses, this is what you're supposed to say when they ask, what is your God's name? He said in Exodus 3, verse 14, And God said unto Moses, I am that I am. And he said, "Thou Thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, I am has sent me unto you. Man, what a powerful passage of Scripture. The reason I think that is so important is that when he spoke to them, when, when Moses gave the answer to them that God gave him to give to the people of Israel, it was saying, hey, yes, I have always existed, and I have always existed the same. I am immutable. I'm the same yesterday, today, and forever. And I'm just excited today because the fact that the same God uh, has uh, never changed. He is still the same. This idea of God's immutability coupled with his eternality is so important. While he has always been and will always be, he will always be the same. Now, the same God that brought the children of Israel out of Egypt and through the Red Sea and crossing the Jordan and brought them out of the wilderness into the promised land is still the same God that we serve today. That's one reason I encourage people to read their Bible, because once they see the power of God working on their behalf, knowing that he loves us as much as he loved them back then, and he is still the same God today as he was then, we can be encouraged as we see his mighty power as we read his word. Now, why is this so important? Well, I believe there's several reasons, and some of them are this. If God changed, then could his abilities change? I mean, could he then still be able to reign as sovereign, as the Almighty over everything? If God changed, then isn't it possible that his word could change? Or if God changed, then how could we know we could still trust him? Because if he got uh, changed, if he, he went uh, 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 older or weaker, Could he still do what we needed him to do? Could we still trust and depend upon him? I believe all is really important. While a lot of people may not look at the importance of this passage of Scripture, it is so important. I am that I am. He said that thousands of years ago, and now today in 2019, he is still the great I am. He's still the unchanging, almighty, holy God that he's always been. But that's the Old Testament. Let's traverse to the New Testament, to Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 8. The Bible says, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday and today and forever. Now, this is one of my favorite verses of Scripture and has become so over the last few years, especially because of that word same. Now, we're seeing that God is unchanging, that Jesus is the same as he's always been. And, and, and that is exciting to me because of that word same is from a Greek word that means himself. So let's read it, the more literal translation, Jesus Christ himself yesterday and today and forever. That means that he always feels like himself. You know, you've heard people say, I just don't feel right or I just don't feel like myself today. Well, Jesus always feels like Jesus. He always feels like the almighty, holy, eternal, unchanging God that he's always been. He does not change. 
That's exciting because that lets me know that I can trust the same God who parted the Red Sea or brought Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego out of the fiery furnace or Daniel out of the den of lions. He is still the same God today. And that is so powerful. So we see that he does not change. He is the I am. He, he is forever eternal, but he is also forever unchanging. He's always himself. It's in the Bible, Old Testament and New Testament. Then the thing about God is that he doesn't change. And Malachi, the last book of the Old Testament, comes and it says this in Malachi 3 in verse 6. For I am the Lord, I change not. Therefore, ye sons of Jacob are not consumed. Now, when he says, I change not, that means I do not alter. I do not become changed. There is nothing about me. My uh, Myself is still this same God that I've always been. Now, in this particular passage of Scripture, it's referring to his justice and his holiness. And so, therefore, there is nothing about him that changes. He is completely immutable, unchanging. And that means that that as I trust him and preach to younger people, guess what? The same God that I have served, the same God that the, the early New Testament church has served and worshipped, the, 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 the same God that the uh, Old Testament people have served, is still the same God that my daughter and this younger generation that's coming up can serve and worship today. Because he does not alter. He does not change. He is still the same God. I guess the reason this is such a passionate point in my heart is because there are so many people who are trying to deconstruct the Bible and try to, to uh, twist it and contort it into something that is not true. And many times they deal with the nature of God, almost as if God has become this old, weak guy that's no longer able to keep things in control. I would remind you, uh, even though this is not a prophecy message, that everything that is occurring today is exactly according to God's plan. Because He has not changed. His power has not changed. His holiness has not changed. His plan has not changed. And so therefore today, He hasn't changed, and not even in His justice and His holiness. He expects us to walk with Him because He does not alter. Another passage of Scripture says in Psalm 102, verse 27, But thou art the same, and thy years shall have no end. You're the, the same, and you shall have no end. You shall have no finishing. You are eternally God. And no matter what day, what year, what decade, what millennia, you want to say that statement, He is the same, and He will always be the same. We've met people over the years that as they've gotten older, we would look at them and say, well, he hadn't changed a bit. I'm sure you've heard somebody say something similar to that. But the fact is we all change except for God. God does not change and he shall have no change and no ending. Now, we go back to the New Testament into uh, a few verses of Scripture that I think are so important. And uh, the New Testament book of Hebrews is such a powerful, powerful book. I refer to it as the greater than book. And we will have to explain that uh, uh, question in days to come. But I want us to look at Hebrews chapter 1. Hebrews chapter 1 is, uh, I got some thoughts concerning the eternality of God and his immutability. Now, it says in verse 10, it says, 
And thou, Lord, in the beginning hast laid the foundation of the earth, and the heavens are the works of thy hands. He says, in the beginning, you created the world. So that means he had to exist before the world existed, before time existed. So there we see his eternality. But verse 11 says, they shall perish, but thou remainest, and they all shall wax uh, old as doth a garment. And then verse 12, and as a vesture shalt thou fold them up, and they shall be changed, but thou art the same, and thy years shall not fail. Now, you think about, here's this eternal God, and it says, you remainest, you stay permanently, you are eternal. And then it goes, and it says there in verse 12, but thou art the same, you are yourself. Okay? Just like we read in uh, later on in the book of Hebrews. Uh, and so then, uh, we'll look at chapter 13. But then the last part of verse 12 says, And thy years shall not fail, or shall not cease. And so now, all of a sudden, we look at Hebrews, and we find that this eternal God is still eternal. He is not just eternal in the sense of eternal past, but He's eternal in the present, eternal in the future. He is so great. He is above time. He is forever the same. And he will never fail to be so. Again, that just excites me because that means me and the generations to come can still have the same God that Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob had. The same God that walked upon this earth among men. People like John would say that we've seen him, we touched him, we've heard him. So what are the applications from this truth? It's exciting to think about this, isn't it? To think that we serve the same God. So that leads me to my first application. We worship and serve the same God that great men and women of the Bible worshiped and served. We go to Sunday school as children and we learn about all of these great men and women of God, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and Daniel, and Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Then the New Testament, we hear people like uh, uh, the apostles and the prophets and uh, and. Uh, and John the Baptist, and, and Paul, and other people, and we learn, guess what? The same God that did those mighty, awesome miracles, same God today. Number two, he is so, he, because He is the same, He is still almighty and still has the power to do what He has always been able to do. And thirdly, He is still being unchanging, absolutely holy, and still expects us to walk as holy people as well. Fourthly, the fourth application is, He being the same, so is His Word and also His provision for salvation. Jesus is still the only way to heaven. That's the plan God has, and He has always had that. John fourteen six says, Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Written 2,000 years ago and now 2019, it is still the same. And that leads me to a question. Have you accepted Jesus alone as the way to heaven? If you have, your circumstances on earth may have changed, but God has not. You can still go to Him in prayer, and you can still trust Him to help Him, whatever, or help you, whatever situation it may be, physical, financial, family, spiritual, it doesn't matter. He is still the same God and able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think. He is the immutable God, 
and he forever remains and will be there for you. Now, I want you to think about that today. I want you to know that I am glad that you have listened to our podcast today, and I hope that we have shared something that has helped you today and will help you in the future with your walk with Christ. I hope that you will see that truth that as God is unchanging, that you still can serve and trust and depend and rely upon that same almighty, powerful, holy God. But maybe you've never met the Lord Jesus Christ. Maybe you don't have a relationship with uh, God. You don't know Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. And I hope that you will do that today. You say, well, Brother Raymond, how can I do that? Well, I want you to do a, a, a good thing for yourself, okay? Now, it would be a blessing to me to, to know that you've done it. I want you to go to our website. Our website is gospellightfwbchurch.com. Gospellightfwbchurch.com. And I want you to do, you can go one of two things on our website. First of all, you can click on the Learn More About Us button. Okay, that's on our homepage, uh, kind of just down just a little bit off our header, and just learn more about us button and just click it. That's going to take you to our video page. And then when you get there, there will be three videos. I want you to click on the second one, which is the middle one. It's called the Plan of Salvation. It's a short uh, video, and I'm, I'm just, I share the gospel of Jesus Christ there in a simple, concise form. And I hope that you'll do that. Again, that website is gospellightfwbchurch.com. Maybe you'd like to have it in written form. So what you need to do is just go to uh, the uh, homepage. And at the top of our homepage, there's uh, several buttons. And one of them is called Being Saved. All you do is click on that button, the Being Saved saved button on the top of the page and it will take you to the plan of salvation in written form. And I want you to read those passages of scripture and I hope that as you do, you will see them and truly trust Christ as your Lord and Savior. And uh, I hope that you'll do just that, okay? Now, uh, listen to them, read them. Maybe if you have to, read them more than once or listen to it more than once. And uh, I hope that you will accept Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior because that's what we're here. I've said every week we want to share something that will brighten your day and, and show you the way, help you to live for the Lord Jesus Christ. And that's what we want. We want people to accept Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior. And for those who have already done so that listen to our podcast, we just want to be a blessing to help them as they grow in the Lord. And I believe with all of my heart that that is uh, something that's very important. So remember, that website is www.gospellightfwbchurch.com. Now, if you have any questions, ideas, or for a future program or some prayer requests, please send them to Gospel Light FWB Church. That's the church I pastor. Gospel Light FWB Church that stands for Free Will Baptist. And uh, our post office box address is Post Office Box 134, Calera, Alabama, 35040. So again, that's Gospel Light FWB Church or just Gospel Light Church, Post Office Box 134, Calera, C-A-L-E-R-A, 
Alabama 35040. And we hope to hear from you soon. Again, send those prayer requests and uh, maybe ideas for future programs, uh, podcasts, and we would love uh, to hear from you, okay? Well, that just about does it. And uh, I'm looking forward to a great time uh, with your next episode on the Bible Beacon Podcast. Again, I'm Pastor Raymond Rivers, and we hope that you'll tune in next time. May God bless you, and we'll see you then. Hey, this is Pastor Raymond Rivers again. I believe that our country is probably at an all-time high in difficulties. It just seems like, you know, a lot of people are talking about a uh, a cultural civil war between uh, parties in Washington, and there's so much going on in our country today. And I believe that with all of my heart, if there's ever been a time for a people to cry out to a God that is unchanging, it is definitely now. I'm glad today that I don't have to go through a catalog or some kind of phone book and figure out which God is on duty because there's only one true and living God. His name is Jesus Christ, and I'm thankful that He's able to take care of me today. But you know what? I'm not the only one in this world. You're listening to this podcast. Maybe you know somebody uh, in your family or your neighborhood or at your workplace that's going through it right now, going through a tough time. Maybe you know someone that doesn't know Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. Uh, maybe you know somebody who is addicted to uh, drugs or alcohol or, or gambling or something in life is a mess for them. Um, I, I, so many times we just need to stop and pause and just do nothing but pray. And, and in this closing, in this last moments I'm with, this, with you today, this week, I want to share just this time with you through prayer. And, uh, and just pray for you, and also lead us to pray for our country as well. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we come to you today, Lord, and we thank you for your love for us. Lord, we thank you that you are the unchanging God, and that we can trust you, we can depend upon you, knowing that you're going to take care of us. You've been good to us again, Lord, and we want to thank you for that. But Lord, I pray for everyone who hears this podcast whenever they hear it. God, I pray for them. You know who they are. And I ask you that you would help them. Lord, whatever needs they may have, Lord, physical, family, financial, some other problems, spiritual needs, God, I pray that you would help them. Lord, I pray for a revival for our country. Lord, we desperately need it. I pray that the lost would be saved, uh, redeemed, and that the saved would be revived and and that we become a nation uh, under God once again. Lord, it's not... uh, our military, and I'm thankful for our military. Lord, it's not uh, the resources that we have, and I'm thankful for all that we do have. But it's you, Lord, it's you that we have been blessed by. And so, Lord, we come to you today, humbly as we know how, praying, seeking our face, turning from our wicked ways as a country, and asking you, oh, Lord, please, please send revival. And, Lord, I pray that you would bless again those people who hears this podcast, and may you be glorified in all of our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks again. God bless you. Have a great week. Hope to see you next week.